0: Welcome back to Triple Alpha Sports Talk, Episode Seven. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. We're gonna jump right on into our NFL segments of the show, and we're gonna start with Thursday Night Football, where the Rams went to SoFi to play the Rams and lost twenty-two to thirty. Roy, Thursday Night Football, what were your takes from it?
1: Uh, the Saints actually impressed me a little more than what I really thought they were. Um, I thought, I mean, I knew they were in a playoff position. They could, if they won, they would, they could uh, make a way and maybe in the playoffs, but. They actually came out and played because the Rams have been playing hot. I thought that I thought that I really thought the Rams would come out and just walk, just run the field down on them. But uh, um, Matthew Stafford played. I mean, he played played well against uh, and threw to his receivers. They they needs to throw and that's what they they got what they needed to win. And I, it was Thursday night football. Thursday night football can be a toss up on who's going to play better. But Saints played a lot better. Kamara got he looked looked a little bit more back to normal. So, but uh, Rams got the win.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what. Uh, quarterback duel like Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford played great and both of them had a great receiver playing great with Puka yeah. Nakua and Olave uh, both going over 100 yards yeah. I mean that's that's impressive this is a good game to watch in my opinion when I I don't think Derek Carr's played good at all this year he really had a big game making a playoff push you know
0: yeah yeah I, like Roy said the Rams are really starting to click last you know month or so that offense is high power Nakua, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Matthew Stafford's playing an elite level like he has. Yeah, feel like his whole career. Um, and they're they just they're putting up points. And at the end of the day, when you have Sean McVay as your head coach, and you can have those type of weapons, they're going to put up points. And for me, it's the Rams defense. You know, coming into the year, that was really the thing that was going to set this team back was that defense was just not very good. They're playing great. Aaron Donald is still just a wreck to block. He's getting double team, breaking through it, getting sacked. So. I give it up to the Rams, and that's one of those teams that's starting to play at the right time, starting to play good at the right time, yeah. and I wouldn't want to face them in that first round. I'm, that's all I'm Man, saying. to
1: get in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, that's going to take us to Roy's game of the week. Uh, Lions go to Minnesota and win 30-24. to 24. Roy, game of the week for you. What do you got?
1: Man, uh, first half really looked I – mean, I really thought the Lions were going to come out and just put it to them. They, they started out early on them. But then uh they Viking just kept throwing the ball at Je- uh, Justin Jefferson I mean that dude is a monster of a uh, receiver I mean you just can't guard him he made catches that to, to save Minnesota Vikings I mean he got he kept them in the game and they just yeah. ran out of gas I mean they just won too many little plays uh Detroit just kept moving the ball but then I mean golf looked a little bit better but he still looks shaky back there he's not the not you know he's not being the leader that he needs to be but they can run when they get the ball to those running backs I don't understand why they don't give Will, uh, Williams. Um, yeah, uh, I ball agree. More. Just when he gets the ball, man, he just—he's so dang fast. He just gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, in Minnesota, I mean, they're just—they're outmatched with uh, personnel. Yeah. But when you got Justin Jefferson, who is just unreal, um, they kept him in the game. Yeah. But the Detroit, Detroit found a way to win to clinch the North Division. And now yeah. the Bears are in. I think the Bears are in that division, aren't they? Yes, um, they are. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, I've it like been a Lions Detroit fan for two, two years.
2: to me this game in the past four weeks or so the lions don't look like a playoff winning team in my opinion i mean the vikings don't they aren't good right now justin jefferson's all they really got going for him addison's been playing good too but they don't look that good to me and the lions are barely beating them there was a turnover at the end of the game that kind of sealed it the lions won it off that uh if they don't get up big in the first quarter, it seems like they fall apart. They don't stick to their run game, and that's the way to beat the Lions is just get ahead of them because then they start playing this aggressive passing game that they're not good at, really. They're good at their, their screen passes to Omron St. Brown who runs the ball like an animal and running the ball, and it's just hard to do when you're from behind. So this is a team that if I was going in the playoffs, I would want to play because – coming in the playoffs, every team's going to come out ready. And if you can come out and put points on the Lions, you're going to beat them because they just can't catch up.
0: Yeah, for me, it's, you know, the run game, it's good. It's going to be good. That's a good offensive line. It's two good running backs. That's going to be there. And for the Lions, I think Amon-Ra St. Brown has really shown he's a top-ten receiver in this league. I mean, yeah, he's I pretty agree. much unstoppable. Slant routes, I mean, out routes, screens, running after the catch. I mean, he's really starting to emerge as a top-ten receiver in this league. But for me, like Bryce said a little bit, the Lions force four turnovers and they squeak by with a one-score win. And, you know, it was sloppy on both ends. I'm not saying that. But when you turn the ball over four times as the Vikings and you're in it still, that's a w- that's a win. You know, yeah. they shouldn't have been in it. Lions take four turnovers. They should have been up, you know, two three scores. Uh, it's just not executing on offense. They're just not firing on all cylinders. But when you have Kirby Joseph back there playing
1: safety for the Lions out of U of I, you're going to win football games. So. Jeez. that's all
0: I really got from that game.
1: Minnesota just can't mean, run the ball though. And Minnesota can't the run ball. the ball. That's their biggest problem. I mean, when you, yeah. I mean, those running backs aren't that good, but uh, Hey, Detroit finds ways to win. And that's, what's the scary part yeah. about it. If that's you, true, you It doesn't matter how you win. It's going kind to, of, yeah. and that's what you should be worried about in the playoffs. Is that I that agree. You gotta, and that you, just, you might win. That's all it matters. And that's,
0: that, that comes down to good coaching. You know, you, yeah. you're going to make mistakes out there, but your coach is going to put you in positions to win the football game. That's exactly what they do. Um, yeah. So I agree with that completely. We are going to go to my game of the week. Uh, Cowboys go to Miami and lose 20-22, to 22, pretty much a nail buyer the entire way. Um, for me, it's it's the Cowboys' offense in the second third quarters. They just had nothing going. They were dominant in the first, dominant in the fourth, but inconsistency. And to me, the run game is really starting to become a problem. Other than Dak scrambling, they just don't run the ball very well. Um, that offensive line doesn't push. You know, they're not terrible in pass protection, but they really do struggle in the run game creating the push um and tony pollard to me has really proven not to be an rb1 in this league for a long term you know i he's a good running back i'm not saying he's not he's definitely a good running back but first quarter first drive they run speed left Dak pitches in the ball if he runs to the corner of the end zone they got a touchdown yeah. he tries to cut and run through someone he gets stopped on the one yard line fumble next play don't score so it's overthinking it just run to the corner tony um Miami moved the ball the entire game on offense, which with that speed and that offense, they've been doing it all year. So I'm not taking it away from Dallas, but um, they settled for five field goals. And to me, in the playoffs, if you play a team that has a really good defense like Cowboys, but five field goals and only one touchdown, that can come back to bite you later if your defense doesn't hold up. So Miami, they look good. Um, I wasn't too worried, you know. Dallas, it was a close game, a coin flip. They play a little bit better here and there. They win, but. yeah, what do you guys got?
2: Yeah, to me, the the Cowboys did what they needed to do. Because if you can hold Miami to 22 points, that's like your goal with yeah. their explosive offense. You've got to be able to outscore that if you're the Cowboys with the scoring that they had. And it a lot of it comes down to that first drive, not getting a touchdown yep. on the one-yard line where Tony Pollard could have walked it in. And now you see yourself losing by a winning field goal at the end. I mean, even if they would have gotten points off a field goal there, they're in the game. Yep. and turnovers, no run game. Only scoring 20 points, it's hard to beat Miami, you know.
1: Yep. This game really fucked my fantasy football up, the motherfuckers. I had Dak Prescott and I had uh CD Lamb and uh and uh your your tied in. Offensively, Ferguson. they just couldn't, I mean, yeah, like you said, second third quarter did nothing offensively. Yeah. I mean, did, you can't when you're that explosive, I I I think their line is just fine. I agree. Their your running backs are are speed backs. They're not tough. They're not between the tackle yeah. running back. And that offensive line needs a running back that can go between the tackles and pick up that two, three, four yards when they need it. And they just don't have it. You know, when you let Zeke yeah. go, I mean, you Tony Pollard is your speed back. Not your he's not a between the tackles guy. Um, but then also in fantasy, you let you got you let the kicker kick five freaking field goals. The, you know, who I had to go against, and that just kills yep. my fantasy. But, um, Miami, to me, does not look that good. I don't think Miami's uh, that strong of a team. Yeah. I, I thought Dallas lost it. I thought that last drive, Dallas couldn't didn't do what they needed to do to uh, get them out of the field goal range. And I think it, I, I, Dallas lost this game. It wasn't Miami. Uh, two yeah. was, even though they can move the ball, I don't think they have the – I don't think their defense is that good. I just think Dallas hurt, hurt themselves more than Miami hurt yeah. did, So. I think Dallas needs to step it up. They want to make the yeah. Super Bowl.
0: I agree. Uh, one more thing, I will say, since I talked about Amari St. Brown, CD Lamb is really starting to emerge as a top five receiver in this football league. Yep. I mean, they they are targeting him every play. If it's if it's not the Brandon Cooks on a deep shot, it's a CD Lamb. Any fourth down, they're going to CD Lamb if he's open, and he's winning every route. I mean, he can run every route in the book. He's got the beat, the speed to beat you deep, and he's got the moves inside to make you to break you down. And For being a small, skinny receiver, he can really go up for the fade. He's going to get a nice bag here soon, but really nice to see as a Cowboys fan and take that next step.
2: Yeah, you know, Josh, this weekend we were just told that some of our viewers had to turn off of our podcast due to language and their kids being in the room, and we're 10 minutes into it, and we have four
1: F-bombs already, Roy. Yeah. Come on. Check your mouth, Bryce.
2: (laughs) All
0: right, that'll take us to Bryce's game of the week. Vegas goes to Kansas City and
2: ruins Christmas for the Chiefs fans. They win 20-14. to Bryce, game of the week for you. What do you got? The Chiefs look terrible. And, I mean, I you see Patrick Mahomes with the frustration on the field. I understand the frustration. Whenever you have your best receiver is Travis Kelsey, and he's getting double teamed every play, and you don't have one other receiver on the field who can get open. Like, he's back there breaking three sacks, throwing it to a guy, and it's hitting him in the face. and hitting the ground. I completely understand his frustration and I understand Travis Kelsey's frustration because he's getting double teamed all game and no one can get open. It looks horrible. I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing bad, but his stats look terrible because he doesn't have anybody to throw it to. And they're lucky that they have a big lead right now because they don't have any offense going for them. And it might be tough to get into the playoffs because there's some teams behind them. One or two games. That could push them out, and we might be seeing the downfall of Kansas City at this point and, and if they don't get some offensive weapons around them soon. And the Raiders' defense played really well. Uh, it's sad to see that Tyson Bajan can outscore Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders' defense, but that's just how it is.
1: This this Bruh? was completely uh, – the Chiefs' offensive line is absolutely pathetic. With oh, Navi having any receivers besides Travis Kelsey. And Travis, Travis Kelsey yeah. looks tired. He looks slow. Yeah. For a few yeah. catches he got in that game, he actually put his head down and got some yardage. But other than that, he's coming off of the route slower. I mean, it's just not, I mean.
2: Well, he's, he's not got two run. guys in his face when he comes off the line. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's tiring. I mean,
1: but when you got nobody else around him, what else would you do? I mean, I'd would, I would yeah. I'd hit him all freaking game. Um, yeah, I mean, me too. Watson made a great play once, but, I mean. Rice is not. I mean, he, there was a couple of times he didn't even look like he was going for the ball. I just, yeah, That yeah. offensive line is not giving Patrick Holmes any room. Um, they can't run the ball because the offensive line can't move anybody. And Raiders give them credit. Their their front four did a great job. Yeah. Their yeah, back Their their DBs did a good job because the receivers can't get open. Yeah, and that's it. Wasn't yeah. I mean. There's, I mean, you're not you're not even getting them you know, a chance to give them passing interference or anything. So Patrick Holmes looks exhausted, looks tired from you know and frustrated, and I would be too because your defense kept you in that game. You turned the ball over yeah. as much as they did, as bad as they played, and you didn't you couldn't uh, get more than 20 points. That's or more than 14 points. That's ridiculous. And you get yeah. and they gave up 20 because yeah. they were what, a pick six and a fumble return. I mean, yeah. uh, the Raiders tw- uh, two t- uh, 20 points, two touchdowns were. Uh, turnovers. so that's ridiculous. Yeah. Chiefs just don't look. I mean, you got a great coach, a great player in the backfield. Um, you got you got to, you should. This is an organizational problem, it's not the coaching problem, yeah. not yeah. the uh, the quarterback problem. It is the organization spending money in the wrong place?
2: Yeah,
0: I completely agree with you, Roy. It's the old line. I don't even think it's the receivers as much as some people think. Like, don't get me wrong, they're not creating any separation. It's hard to throw to somebody if they're not open. It's the offensive line, though. He has no time. He can't even sit through his progressions long enough to find someone if they're open because he has no time back there. And to me, I said it a few weeks ago, it's the two tackles. They lead the league in penalties. Um, it's it's the tackles. Their interior isn't even that bad. But, man, he has no, no time back there. And I had to look this up because I couldn't actually believe this was a real stat. Raiders finished the first quarter with 62 passing yards.
1: Yeah. They didn't
0: have a single passing yard the next three quarters and they lost and they won the game. Yeah. That is, I mean, that has just got to be the first time that's ever happened. They said
2: in like the third quarter, like halfway through it, the announcer goes, they haven't completed a pass in an hour and a half. Like that's 60, unbelievable.
0: Zero passing yards the next three quarters. Zero. Not backwards, not forward. Zero. Yeah. And they're telling me the Kansas City Chiefs cannot overcome that. That's That's a problem. I know they're a division team, so they know them better than – your average Joe facing each, each other, but that's concerning. And I always think, like you, Roy, the Chiefs are going to turn it on eventually. You just, you're always waiting. They're going to turn it on. But the year that they lost the Super Bowl, why did they lose? They couldn't hold up to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line. They're in the same problem right now, and, yeah, they're concerned for me right now because even if they turn it on with their weapons, you know, Rice could go off, Kelsey could go off. doesn't matter. They don't have time to throw it. Yeah. You're not going to turn it on as an offense lineman, you know. like. No. It is what it is. So, yeah, definitely concerning. That'll take us Sunday night football where New England goes to Denver and crushes Denver's playoff hopes pretty much. They win 26-23. Uh, Bryce, I'll let you go first on this one. What did you take from this game?
2: You know, I thought Denver was kind of turning it around. They've had games where their defense looked like the worst defense in the league like versus the Miami Dolphins, for like an example, scoring 70. And then they come around and like shut teams down. And then this week, they allowed 26 points from the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots, to me, are the worst team in the league. Like, even if you're – a lot of people go by record, but I think the Patriots, they don't have anything going for them on their entire offense. I don't know how you let – was it Bailey Zappi starting this week? How does Bailey Zappi go out and score 26 points on your defense? That's just – it's not good football. And with a coach like Sean Payton, you think they would be better than that. And it's just sad to see that. Russell Wilson's career is going down the drain and Sean Payton's is starting to go down with it.
1: I agree. I, I just, I don't even know how new England scored 26 points. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't try. I mean, Sean Payton this is his first year. I mean, he's still trying. I mean, he doesn't have his guys in there. I mean, Russell Wilson, we've said this for weeks. He's not, he's not Russell Wilson at old. He's not, yeah. he's, he is just, he's not a good quarterback anymore. Um, he just – I mean, he doesn't do anything for you. He doesn't make – he makes the simple plays, but doesn't make anything that's going to win you a ball game. Um, yeah. And uh, I, re- I agree. I think Denver – I thought Denver was going the right direction to try to make the playoffs. I thought uh, Sean Payton was doing a great job limping this team to a playoff. But when you host the freaking Patriots who – what? They didn't even score a touchdown like two weeks ago. I mean, they lost yeah. like nothing or something. And you let them score 26 points. That's just – I mean, yeah. They don't have – New England have a quarterback. And you let old man uh, Zeke? I think he scored one touchdown. I mean, Zeke, come on.
0: Zeke last few weeks starting to look like a little little flashback turtles for a touchdown. I mean, man, yeah, he him some good
2: vibes.
1: Yeah, he had nine catches for thirty three yards. I mean, come on, when's the last time Zeke had nine catches for yards? He didn't yards? have that in Dallas ever. Geez, so not now, nine. This is,
2: Big boys this is, eating.
1: This is ridiculous. Uh, the, yeah. uh, the Bronco fans out there, you should be a. Uh, be ashamed and uh, hide for another week because that was pathetic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty bad loss, especially at
1: home. You know, you you have New England flying across the country,
0: coming into Denver for a Sunday night game, and you're fighting for your playoff lives. You can't really lose a game, and you can't drop this one. To me, it's just like any team in the NFL. You turn the ball over three times, you're probably going to lose a football game, just how it is. Um, Bill Belichick is still a great defensive-minded coach, so I'm not surprised they didn't put up a big number of points. Denver's offense isn't even that – high-powered anyway. But, yeah, just like you said, giving up 26, it's the turnovers. You turn the ball over in your own side of the field, you're going to give up points probably. Um, but, yeah, it really crushes Denver's hope for the playoffs. They're not eliminated, but I think it's a really long shot now. But uh, that's all I got
2: from this game. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's going to take us to Monday night where we had the game of the week, and it really wasn't the game of the week. Ravens go to the 49ers and beat them 33-19 for Monday night football. Another week, another Monday night upset. Roy, what are your takeaways from this one?
1: Uh, I was very disappointed in uh, Brock Purdy. I just could not believe four—I t- mean, four turnovers. I mean, four interceptions. That's just ridiculous. I—I um, re- I, I think it was—I thought it was a great game. I thought it was an, a great game by both teams. Um, I just felt like they—they they tried to lean on Brock Purdy too much and didn't let McCaffrey just run the ball. Uh, I mean mccaffrey had 14 carries for 103 yards but he i there's many times where i felt like he he should have ran the ball more to get to the end zone but um yeah. i think have moved the ball there but hey baltimore played great i i was actually yeah. Lamar jackson played i mean i was just talking to my brother-in-law eric the other day i think j- this game he said like he said lamar jackson wins this game he's probably the mvp and i i'm now i'm gonna agree with him as much as i don't want to um i think he i think he, he will probably be the mvp because he's He's playing really well. He's playing and uh, Baltimore's on a roll. And I think you're it'd be scary to play against Baltimore in that defense. And with that offense moving the way it's moving, I'd be I'd be terrified to play at Baltimore.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Roy. Uh the 49ers, the, Brock Purdy just didn't show up. And the one thing I do like about that is we finally get rid of this MVP talk with Brock Purdy. I mean that, agree more. That is just silly. I mean, he's got the best receivers in the league and tight end and running back. And a line And a line Like, you can't give that guy uh, MVP. And to me, I know Lamar Jackson's probably going to get MVP now, but that's, that's bullshit if you ask me. It's not a QB award. It's the most valuable player. And if you look at a team, the most valuable player is either Christian McCaffrey or Tyree Kill, if you ask me. There's no other player in the league that I would take over those two players to start my team around. All you need is average players, and those two can put you in the playoffs on their own. Lamar Jackson, we see him doing great things, and I love that he's playing good without his number one receiver, Mark Andrews, even though he's a tight end. He doesn't have that great of pieces, and he's still putting 33 points up on the board. The Ravens are a scary playoff team and probably a Super Bowl favorite now.
1: Flowers is a good receiver. Don't get down under Yep.
0: First-round pick, definitely living up to expectations. Yeah, uh, I'll go Baltimore first. Lamar Jackson played incredible. I mean, it's pretty – Pretty Impressive without, like he said, Mark Andrews. I mean, he it is impossible to sack that guy. 49ers defense line is so good, I you can't bring that guy down in the pocket, yeah. he's gonna get away. And like I like everyone said, he's evolved into he's not escaping to run, he's escaping and looking downfield now. He's hitting receivers. I mean, you, you really have to marvel at what they've done with Lamar Jackson. Um, the 49ers O line got hurt, um, in the game a little bit, and I think it really hurt him. Brock Purdy didn't have the time that he usually does. Um, he threw four interceptions. One was not his fault. One was tip pass in the air right at the line. Okay, that's understandable. One of them was debatable. Some people think it was his fault. Some don't. He threw it into traffic. Okay, but he threw two legit ones for sure that were just abysmal.
1: Oh, one great uh, drop. They were driving down the, court, down the field oh, and he put yeah. it right in that zone. I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, if you turn the ball over four times, it's going to be hard to win a football game. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you're playing. Um, But to me... This was more of just a dud. You know, you go out, you turn the ball over four times. It's going to be hard to win. I don't care how good you play. And if you're a Niners fan, you got to say, all right, chalk it. You know, it wasn't our night, but it's a good statement win for Baltimore. And with like, without Mark Andrews, that offense is still clicking for 33 points. Granted, some came off turnovers, but that defense is scary. And when it gets really cold up there in Baltimore, because more than likely, AFC is going to run through Baltimore this season. That's going to be a tough place to play, yeah. and I'd definitely say on the AFC side, that's the team to watch, even without Mark Andrews, so yeah. good for them. That's going to take us to our picks of the week that we had last week, and Bryce and Roy both tied this week, going 9-7, and seven. and I went 7-9, and nine, so two games back. Overall, since we've started doing this, Bryce and Roy are also Tied. tied. Fifty three and thirty-seven and I'm four games back at forty-nine and forty-one. So we got two regular season weeks left. Still anyone's ballgame, nobody out of this yet. Um, and then we, we'll do it through the playoffs, just you know, less games to make up ground if you're behind. So these next two weeks are gonna be pivotal to try to make a little bit of a run. All right. All right, our picks for next week. Here we go. The Brown or the Jets, excuse me, go to
2: uh, Cleveland play the Browns
0: for Thursday night football
2: Roy, or Bryce, who you got? I got the Browns. I still think the jets just, they don't have an offense to work with. Yeah. They don't have a quarterback back there to beat teams. And the Browns have a great defense. they are We're going to see a lot of sacks this game. If you ask yeah. me, so give me the
1: Browns, give me the Browns, Joe Flacco, going to be the man. He might be an MVP conversation. No, shot. <laughs> yep. I mean, give, give me specific. the Browns as well. There's
0: no way jets are scoring more than 10 points in this game off that defense. Takes us into Saturday where we only have one game. We've got a good one here. The Lions go to Arlington to face the Cowboys. I'm going to be quick with this.
2: I think the Cowboys get ahead early, and I
0: don't think the Lions have the
2: offense to come back. Give me the boys. I agree. I think the Cowboys are going to come out and put up 14 in the first quarter, and then the Lions are going to do what they do and not be able to catch back up. Give me the boys.
1: I agree. The Lions aren't that great on the road, so I'll give the Cowboys. I do think this is going to be a good game though,
0: because if the Lions do get ahead to start and they can run that ball, yep. Dallas could be in trouble. But I do think Dallas will score. Um, that takes us a Sunday. Titans go to Houston and face the Texans. Roy, uh,
1: I'm going to go with the Texans. I think. I think. Uh, I think Titans. I mean, it's. Uh, I think their Titans are. You never know with them week by week, but uh, I think. Uh, I think I'll go with the uh, Texans.
2: Yeah, this is a must-win game for the Texans. They're like one game back. Uh, They're going to be playing hard. Um, Will Levis and D-Hop is a great matchup, but give me the Texans.
0: I think I'm also going to go with the Texans. CJ Stroud missed the last two weeks, so he should be back by now um, with that concussion. Falcons go to Soldier Field and face the Bears. or Bryce, I'll let you rip this one. Give me the Bears by
1: 20. Mm. Roy? I think it'll be closer than twenty, but I yeah I agree. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Just
2: got beat by the Panthers, scoring they, one. They touchdown. did just beat
0: Minshew Mania though, so who knows? Um, the Falcons aren't starting Desmond Ritter, so they're not going to turn the ball over six times. I think it comes down to the Bears defense can stop that run game. Is really what
2: it comes down to. Bears defense has been yeah. a top five defense. They in the have league played the past much better
0: the weeks. last half of the season, yeah. but I am gonna take the Falcons on the road.
2: I think you're just gonna keep dropping in the, in the standings now. Dolphins go to Baltimore
0: for an AFC matchup. Roy, what do you got?
1: I am going to go to the Ravens. I think that defense will slow them down, and I think uh, I don't think Miami's defense can stop Lamar Jackson, so I'm going to go to the Ravens.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree with Roy here. Ravens are locking up that first overall seed, and Dolphins, I mean, they didn't put up that much against the Cowboys. I think that Ravens' defense is similar, and they can shut down the Dolphins like uh, the Cowboys did.
0: Yeah, I actually think this one's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard can really lock up some of them Baltimore receivers. Yeah, But at home, I don't know if Baltimore is going to lose. Um, if they win this one, I'm almost certain they lock up the one seed, make it rest people next week. So give me the Ravens in this one as well. We got an NFC South battle here. Saints go to Buck. Uh, excuse me, Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this one. I think they're playing too well right now. Baker Mayfield playing some good football.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think both these quarterbacks are playing at a high level right now, but Derek Carr has only done it a handful, like one or two games at the most, and he's not going to play at the level Baker Mayfield's been carrying on these few weeks. So give me the Buccaneers.
1: I am going to go with the Buccaneers just because I think the Saints' defense isn't that good, and I think uh, Baker Mayfield will have a better game.
0: Patriots go to Buffalo to face the Bills, and the Bills squeaked by last week, but give me the Bills. Patriots are not good right now.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills, but I do think this game will be closer than some people think because to me it seems like the Bills play to the level of the team that they're playing, not at their best level. So I'm going to take the Bills, but in a close game.
1: It's a, it's Bills by 12. I'm going to take the Bills in the 12 points just because it's a rivalry game, and I think the Bills yep. will come out and just and just beat the hell out of them.
0: Cardinals go to the Eagles. Um, I don't think the Cardinals are trying to win games right now, especially Eagles are yeah. in pretty much a must-win to win the division. Give me the Eagles.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles, even though I think they've fallen off so bad in the past four weeks.
1: Hey, they got they they stopped the they stopped the losing streak, so the Eagles are back. I think they'll be. They'll I'm be beating there.
2: Tyrod Taylor and the
1: Giants. Come on, barely. They won. That's all that matters. They, so I take the Eagles. <laughs>
0: Panthers go to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's really struggling here late. Yeah, Bryce, what Jacksonville's
2: at? struggling, but there's just uh, the Panthers are so bad. I don't see them being able to beat win this game. In Jacksonville, they're still in the hunt for the playoffs, right?
0: They still yeah. do lead the division. Yeah,
2: so but man, they've lost four, four
1: or five straight.
2: This has to be a bounce back game for them against yeah. the worst record in the league. Oh,
1: I, I, I totally agree. Think the Jet. I mean Jacksonville. I mean they, have been losing, but I think they haven't got blown out. They just, yeah. I mean. Trevor Lawrence, ever since he took that big hit a couple weeks ago, he's not yeah. really been playing well. But, I, I mean, Panthers are bad. I mean, I don't – so I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I'm
0: also going to go with Jacksonville, but Trevor Lawrence is not healthy. It's pretty obvious the last few weeks. So, well, I, don't, I don't know, but they need to get something going. Raiders go to Indianapolis to play the Colts. This one could be a low-key dogfight here. What do you got, Roy?
1: Oh, let's see. I'm. You know what? I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're playing a lot better, and I just – I think – uh The Colts are finally coming back down, and I think it'll be the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree with Roy. I think the Raiders' uh, offense isn't clicking right now, but I think that them having probably four turnovers this game is what's going to win them the ballgame.
0: I I know they just beat the uh, Chiefs, but I cannot put my bet on Aiden O'Connell. He just threw for 62 passing yards. I'm sorry. I can't pick him. I'm going with the Colts at home to bounce back. Rams go to New York to face the Giants, and Rams are playing too good offensively, so give me the Rams.
2: Rams. That's yeah, all. I'm going to agree with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, Tyra I mean, Taylor is not a good quarterback. Giants finally yep.
1: sat Danny DeVito, so that's finally about time.
0: Niners go to Washington to face the Commanders. Niners are going to bounce back. Give me the
1: Niners. Yeah, Niners by 20. Yeah, yeah, it's 13-and-a-half spread. I'll take the Niners. Niners worth the 13-and-a-half spread. Yeah,
0: Steelers go to Seattle. I don't think the Pittsburgh got the offense to survive there with the 12th man. Give me Seattle.
2: Yeah, I'm also going go to go Seattle. They had a heartbreaking loss this week, and they need a bounce back game to keep pushing at the playoffs. I thought they won this week. They, I thought they lost. Yeah, I
1: thought they came back and won on a field goal, didn't
0: they? They did. They came back and won on a field goal. Oh, I thought the they Titans. lost the game.
1: Yep. My bad. I will take the Se- Seahawks, too. I don't, think Steel- I don't think Steelers are that good, but I think yeah. uh, Seattle will come back and win. Yeah,
0: Bengals go to go to Kansas City. Burrowhead? Question mark. I don't know. Won't be Burrowhead this week, but Browninghead. Browninghead, maybe. Roy, what do you got in this one?
1: Oh my gosh, um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. <laughs> I, I keep picking them, but uh, I don't think the Bengals are. I mean, they look terrible this week, so I'm gonna go with the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I think that the Chiefs look even worse than the Bengals did. They have no offense right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just worried about that Jake Browning against this Chiefs defense. I mean, eventually this team has got to turn it around. They've lost a few straight. Maybe Andy Reid pisses some people off in that building this week. They're at home. Give me the Chiefs. That takes us to Sunday afternoon where the Chargers will go to Denver, kind of a wash of a game, but give me the Broncos. Chargers are not playing well.
2: Yeah, give me the Broncos. I mean, this this game is not a good game. I don't think yeah. it'll be good.
1: Yeah, I mean Chargers are terrible. Bronco I mean, they're both teams are bad, so but give me the Broncos. Yeah.
0: And then Sunday night football this week. Packers go to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Roy, what do you
1: got? I am gonna go with Minnesota. I think Minnesota's mm-hmm. gonna win at home. I think the Packers haven't looked that great. And um I think Minnesota hasn't been too bad. So and Jeff Justin Jefferson's playing out of his mind. So give me the give me the Vikings.
2: Yeah, I think this divisional rival, um, the Packers are pushing for that playoff spot, they have a small chance, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think that the Vikings can beat them pretty well at home.
0: I just don't trust backup quarterbacks like Nick Mullins. I think the Vikings probably do win this game, but I'm going to take the Packers this week on the road in a must win game for them for their playoff hopes. So that's going to do it for our picks this week. Again, we'll tally them up each week and we'll see what we can get at the end of the season. Winner will get a prize. I think that's going to move us on. So we do our standings for college football as well for the bowl rankings. Bryce had a good week. Rice leads at 14 and 4 without the games that are being there's three of them today. We have not tallied these in yet. Um, but we've already made our picks for them. Rice leads at 14 and 4. Roy is in second after a good week at 10 and 8, and I had a very piss poor week, and I dropped a nine and nine. Still only five games back, and we have quite a few games to pick this week. So I'm gonna hand it on over to Roy.
1: All right, so we start tomorrow afternoon in the Military Bowl. We got Virginia Tech versus Tulane. Josh, who you got?
0: Say that again. What are the, what are the names? I wasn't it's Virginia listening. Virginia
1: Tech at Virginia Tech at Tulane. Or versus I'm going
2: to go with Tulane. I'm also going to go with Tulane in this one.
1: Yeah, I think Tulane's a better team. All right, then we got North Carolina versus the uh, West Virginia at the Duke Mayo Bowl. Bryce.
2: Uh, give me West Virginia
0: in this one. Yeah, I I will go with West Virginia because I know Drake
1: May is not playing, and I
0: who's a backup for North Carolina. But I don't know anything about West Virginia. But I am going to go with the Mountaineers in this one.
1: I am going to go with North Carolina. I think they they got some good running backs. I think that I think they'll take care of West Virginia. All right, then we got to go to Directv Holiday Bowl: Louisville versus USC.
2: Yeah, gimme Louisville in this one. I mean, there was times when we were talking about them making the college playoffs. I think that they can win this game pretty easily.
0: I'm also gonna go with Louisville. USC's got a lot of people sitting out for the draft. So yep, give me Louisville.
1: Yeah. I, I I agree. I think Louisville will win just because USC's got a lot of people sitting out in the draft. So and they had a lot of transfers too. But so I think uh I think you're gonna have they'll I think Louisville will win. And the last one on that Wednesday is Texas AM uh versus Oklahoma State. I will go give with me Oklahoma State. I'll go with Oklahoma I'm
2: also State. taking Oklahoma State.
0: I am going to go at Texas A&M. I think they have a lot of people playing for some spots next year with a new coach coming in. So give me Texas A&M. All
1: right. Then we got the Fenway Bowl, the Wazoobee or what Aussie? Fenway Bowl. SMU versus Boston College. Josh.
0: Give me SMU.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take SMU too. They beat Tulane. So.
1: I am going to go SMU. I think Boston College isn't very good. Um, then we got the bad boy pinstripe bowl in Yankee Stadium. Ruckers Versus Miami. Bryce.
2: Give me the Rutgers on this one. You know,
0: Miami's got a lot of people sitting out, but I cannot fathom seeing Rutgers in a bowl because I don't know if I've ever seen Rutgers win a football game personally. Obviously, they did this year. I can't do it. Give me Miami.
1: I Miami because Rutgers can't score points, and I think Miami can still score quite a bit of points. So that's—I uh, mean—Rutgers defense is good, but I just think Miami can score more points. And then we got the Pop Tart Bowl, NC State versus Kansas State. Uh, before, Brock, I Brock, pick, I just, before
0: I make my pick, I just—before I make my pick, I just want to say that this Pop Tarts Bowl trophy is the best trophy I've ever seen in sports. I don't know if
2: you've seen it, Roy. I have not seen it. It it's, has two slots with actual pop
0: tarts It's like on top a toaster. It. It's like a football at the top. And it's got two holes in it, like a toaster. And you yeah. can you put pop tarts in it. Just incredible. So I'll look that up. Um, pop Tarts Bowl, give me NC State.
2: Brian. Yeah, I'm also gonna go uh North Carolina State.
1: I am going to go with Kansas State. I I, I think Kansas State plays pretty good. Uh, then the next one, Arizona versus Oklahoma and Alamo Bowl. Bryce. Roy,
0: see what you, no, Roy, let's see what you got on this one.
1: Oh, I'll ta- I'm going to take uh, Arizona. Oklahoma lost their quarterback, and I think Arizona's yep. got the, playing a lot better, and I think I'll take Arizona.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma in this one. I think that they're the
1: better team even without their quarterback.
0: I agree with you, Roy. Without that quarterback, he's going to Oregon. I am going to take Arizona as
1: well. Yep. All right, did we get in some good games here on the Friday? Um, Gator Bowl, we got Clemson versus uh Kentucky. Josh.
0: I'm gonna take the boys in blue. Give me the Kentucky
2: Wildcats in this one. I am not, I'm taking Clemson in this one.
1: I, I agree. I'm gonna take Clemson. I just think I just I don't think Kentucky's got the weapons. Um, then we got Oregon State versus Notre Dame. Bryce.
2: Give me Notre Dame. Uh, I'm sure Shane Gillis will be there drunk on the sideline. So
0: Yeah, this one's tight because both quarter starting quarterbacks are not playing in this one. Yeah. But I think Notre Dame's probably just too well the team around them. Give me Notre Dame.
1: Oh, I hate Notre Dame and I do not want to pick them. Local Oregon State lost their quarterback, their running back and their coach. So um yeah. but because I hate Notre Dame I'm going to pick Oregon State. Oh. Nice. Um Memphis versus Iowa State. I will go with. I am going to go with Iowa State. I am also
2: going to take Iowa State in this
1: one.
0: I'm going to go with Memphis because I learned for a fun fact: this game is at Memphis's stadium, so it's a home game for him. So give me Memphis. Memphis. Yep, that's what I read.
1: All right, then we get we finish that day, the Friday, with the Cotton Bowl: Missouri versus Ohio State. Bryce, go ahead.
2: I know who Roy's taking. I know Ohio State, their quarterback's entering the transfer portal, but I'm sure they have someone back there that they're going to run the ball and Ohio State's going to win the game still. Roy, what do you got?
1: I- I'm going Missouri. Ohio State's a bunch of pussies, and I just don't think their quarterback is another pussy, Devin Brown. He's probably going to be the quarterback. So let's just go Missouri. They can score points. Let's go Missouri.
0: Well, I'm going to go with Ohio State because Missouri's full of a bunch of fucking pussies. So give me <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> Mutual, mutual <laughs> respect in that regard from you, Roy. Hey, so I understand.
1: I will be the biggest Mizzou fan on that game. All I'm right. fill up. Now we got Saturday with, with more games. Old, Old Miss versus Penn State. Josh.
0: This one's close because Penn State wins every game they play against people outside of Ohio State and Michigan. But Old Miss has the number one transfer class coming in. I know they're not playing in this game. Give me Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin to win
2: this game. No, give me Penn State to win this game.
1: I hate saying it. I think Penn State's going to win the game. Old Ole Miss yep. has got some transfers that transferred out, and so I think they're just going to be they're, they're going to be undermanned. So um, Auburn versus Maryland. I am going to go with Auburn.
2: I'm also going to go with Auburn. We saw them almost pretty much beat Alabama.
0: I'm also going with Auburn because Tua's brother's not playing for Maryland, so.
1: All right, the Orange Bowl, Georgia versus Florida State. Bryce? Bryce?
0: Georgia's going to roll Florida State. Oh, but but they deserve to be in the playoffs. They do. Oh, Jesus. They do.
1: Stick with something, Bryce. Jeez.
2: They deserve to be in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to beat Georgia. Georgia should have been the number one seed in the playoffs.
0: We're we're over that. I don't really care. uh, Oh. I don't know what this line is, but I, I would alternate. I would take an alternate and take Georgia by twenty plus. I only think it's close. Uh
1: yeah, I don't think it's close at all. I think Georgia rolls them and Florida State people cry and wonder why they didn't make playoffs. So Georgia. Yeah, I, all right, then the I end agree. of Saturday with Toledo versus Wyoming. I'm gonna go with Tol- I'm gonna go with Toledo.
0: Bryce, what do you think? I'll take Wyoming. Mm, I I looked this game up because I was actually curious. I'm really torn, but I've watched Toledo play this year. I haven't seen Wyoming. Give me Toledo.
1: Yeah. All right. Then we now we're starting to get into games. The Monday, January 1st, New Year's Day. Playoff games it's are coming up. To me. Do I? It's
0: my birthday.
1: And eh, no one cares about that. Uh, Wisconsin what? versus oh, LSU. <laughs> Uh
0: give Wisconsin me LSU. LSU.
1: what do you gonna think? Wisconsin or LSU?
0: <laughs> give me LSU. I know they don't have Jaden Daniels, but they're still too good. Wisconsin sucks. Give me LSU.
1: I'm also going LSU in this game. Yeah. Uh Wisconsin can't beat LSU, so LSU is gonna win that one. Mm. Liberty versus Oregon. Bryce, who you going with?
2: Give me Oregon in this one. I think Oregon's a pretty good team. They had they almost made the playoffs too, so.
0: I don't know how Liberty got into the damn Fiesta Bowl. I mean, I'm sure I, – I just sorry. There's just no chance they're competing with Oregon. I don't care who's playing nope. quarterback for them.
1: Yeah, I think Oregon wins. I don't think Bo Nix is playing, but I still He's think not. they're going to – I think Oregon's going to be better. Yeah. All right, yeah. Iowa versus Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Iowa can't can't score. Cool. So.
2: Easy Tennessee. Go balls
1: <laughs> Weak.
0: I lost a hundred dollars because Iowa. I can't stand that goddamn school anymore. Give me Tennessee my
1: go Vols. All, all three boys pick the Vols, baby. All right, now we're in the playoffs. We're in the final four <laughs> playoff here. We're not gonna. We're gonna pick the one game first. We're gonna pick Texas versus Washington first. I'll let you guys go first.
2: Give me Texas.
0: Yeah, this one's tight. I, I, I think this is probably going to be a better game score wise. Then the Michigan-Alabama and Alabama game, I think that one can get ugly on either way. I think this one's tight. But my gut will always say, give me an SEC school, and that's what Texas is basically now. So I'm going to roll Texas. Horns up.
1: I am going to go Washington. I think Michael Penix Jr. should have won the Heisman. I think he's a better quarterback. I think Texas is a team that should have lost several games throughout the season. I think Washington's a better team, so I'm going Washington. And then I'm gonna let you pick these two, and then I'll talk. Um, Alabama versus the boys, the boys, the Wolverines.
2: Yeah, they're boys, not men. Alabama's full of men, so give me Bama, roll yeah. tide.
1: Yeah, I, I,
0: to me, this game teeters on. Alabama defense, or excuse me, Alabama's offense against Michigan's defense. Yeah, the To me, the winner of that is going to win the football game. Now, which way will it go? It's up to be seen. I personally cannot pick against Nick Saban when he's been given a month to prepare for a team because I think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time in my eyes. Because of that, I'm going to take Alabama to win this game.
1: Yeah, you bunch of losers. Michigan <laughs> will win this game. That they, oh, Alabama's quarterback will be on his ass the entire game because he's not that good, and we're going to shadow him and knock his ass down. He will—they cannot throw the ball very well. They're going to struggle moving the ball in offense. And JJ McCarthy is going to show you why he's the Heisman Trophy favorite for next year, and he's going to run down that floor, or run that field, handing it off to Blake corn for touchdowns. It's a two-score win by Michigan, and the go—we're going to be si- singing the uh, Victor song right after it all, with a few beers. That's what's the whole point. So give me well, the Wolverines.
0: I do wish you all the best of luck, Roy. You know, I if Michigan decides to win the game, I do hope they win the the championship based
1: on the other side. But and Jim Harbaugh I don't, I don't, is the best quarter, best uh, coach in college football.
2: I can't wait to call you after they got beat by two scores from Alabama I,
1: and you're just crying. I can't wait house. to
0: call Roy when he signs with the Chargers here in about two weeks. Or the Bears.
1: I will, I will be FaceTiming both of you when they when they, uh, Michigan kicks the shit out of Alabama. All
0: right. All right. Well, that's, that's going to do it for the college football section. We're going to roll into some baseball. We had some big breaking news in our baseball section. Disappointing for a few of us in this chat, but we'll see how it goes. Roy? I'm gonna take your opinion first when I break the news. Yamamoto, twelve years, three twenty-five to the Dodgers. Uh, the contract is an opt-out after five years, and after eight years, he has the ability to opt out and hit free agency again. He's only twenty-five years old, so if he opts out after the first one, he'll be thirty years old. That's about the time that most free agents hit the market is right around thirty. Um, Roy, what are your thoughts? What are your concerns? Just about him going to Dodgers. We'll go to Yankees Avenue. After, you know, but-
1: if the Dodgers want to pay that much money, that's fine. I, I'm glad the Yankees didn't go that much because there's no reason that he should be paid Garrett Cole money. I mean, Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in baseball. And when you're trying to get a guy who has not even pitched in the major leagues to give him that much money, let, I mean, hey, if that uh, for him, that's great. Let him get as much money as you want. But I'm just glad if the Dodgers can do whatever they want. Spend, as, I mean, they want to spend that much money on a player that has not proven anything in the major leagues. Go ahead. I'm, ha- I'm just happy the Yankees
0: didn't do it. Uh, one more thing I will say that I did not put on the sheet was the contract is backloaded. So if he does opt out, he's leaving more money that he had on his contract out. So it's not, you know, whatever it is flat. It's under three, it's under 30 a year, but it's backloaded. So some yeah. years now will be in the twenties later. It'll be into the thirties. So Bryce, what do you think you- you've known about this guy a little bit from me and Roy talking to him? What do you think about him going to the Dodgers?
2: Yeah. I mean, I called him going to the Dodgers. I, thinking that he wanted to play with Shohei, and um, you know, to me, the Dodgers are spending a ton of money, but they can. Like, they're gonna make all this money back in jersey sales almost this year, and having that much uh, talent doesn't always win. We've seen that before, and you know, Yamamoto might have not proved himself in the MLB, Roy, but he's proved himself over in Japan. He's won their version of the Cy Young like four times in a row, and they don't have two of them on both sides of the conference, so even though he's not proven it in the, in the MLB, I think you'll see that he's the equivalent of Garrett Cole this year. And I think you'll be shocked about how good he is.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Roy. That's that's a lot of money to give someone who hasn't played in baseball yet. Like you said, he's proven himself. I think he's going to be a great pitcher. I'm not I'm not saying he's going to go out there and throw a 4ERA out there. Like He's going to be good. But, yeah, man, that's a lot of money to give someone who has never pitched in Major League Baseball. Or in this country, you know, you never know how that's going to work. So that's a lot of money. Good for the Dodgers, you know, that they're I, not paying I any money. So
1: I think he'll turn into, I mean, look, we've had Tanaka from the Yankees. You've had uh, the Mats for, or for um, um, a pitch at the, um, or what's his name, Dice K pitched for the Red yeah. Sox. And then you had uh, whatever his name the Cubs had for a while, um, you, you, you Darsh or whatever, Darvish. Those guys yeah. do well early. Because you can't, haven't seen him much. But what's gonna hurt this guy is he pitched twice in the world uh world champion series or once at least once and got baseball rocked classic classic yeah. baseball classic. He got rocked by the by American league or by the American team. So these guys have seen him before, and that's what gets that's the difference from the other guys. So I, th- I think he'll do yeah. fine early, like the other guys had. They were good early, but when you pick when batters, you know, there's too much film going on, too much scouting. I think he'll yeah. he'll be, I still think he'll be decent. I, he's not gonna be a number five pitcher, number four, but he's going to be a front of the line pitcher. I think he's just not, I don't think, I think he'll be still struggle uh, later in his career.
0: One thing I took away from the contract, you know, 12 years, 325. Like you said, that's Cy Young money. You know, that's what Garrett Cole gets. That's what some of these top tier number one are getting. And to me, that's going to be hard to live up to because you, you have to do that now. Like you're already getting paid Cy Young money. If you go out there and don't perform as a top tier pitcher, if there's any setback or any regression, that's going to hurt their contract. It's the Dodgers. They don't care about the money. So they paid that just to get them. And that's understandable. And yeah, like Bryce said, he wanted to go there. Mets matched the offer. Yankees had higher annual value, less years, and an earlier opt out. And that's a better deal for him in that regard. And he didn't want to come here, which he wanted to go to Dodgers. He wanted to play with Shohei. That's fine. You're going to be the, the other Japanese guy. You're never going to be the guy in the Dodgers. So it's good for you, buddy. Yeah, that's my take on it. Um, that leads me into the next portion. Is it good for baseball to see the Dodgers flexing their muscles and spending this money? You know, seven hundred million for him for Shelley, three twenty five for Giancarlo. It's one point one five ish million or one point one five billion. Excuse me, money spent by the Dodgers this offseason. season. Roy, do you think that's good for the sport of baseball to see a team like that flex their muscles and spend money?
1: I don't care. I mean. If owners have way too much money as it is anyway, the problem I have with it is this is going to drive prices up, ticket prices up, which are already skyrocketing. It's horrible. I mean, to go to a ball game costs you way too much. Even to go get a beer and a, and a pretzel is just way too ridiculous. So this all this is going to do is drag more prices up. That's the only bad part about this deal is that's going to drag up more prices when they come to town. As for the rest of, for the owners, I could give a shit what those owners have and how much money they have. They want if they want to flex the money. That's fine. I don't, you know, when people bitch that hey teams are spending so much money, I don't care. They let them spend what they want, and younger and these smaller market teams, you're getting revenue sharing. So who get don't don't yeah. whine about things. So I don't care. It's whatever. It's, as long as the prices don't go up for the tickets, I'm okay with it.
2: Bryce, what do you think? This is good for baseball? To me, there's a good part. Like I think the players should get play, paid what they're worth. And if Shohei's worth seven hundred million dollars to somebody, I mean, he might be the best player of all time. Pay hey, that guy. But there's they should do it in a way that the fans don't get the abuse of it. I mean, every sport has this issue, and I've been saying it for years. The fans are what drives the sport. There's no reason that we should be getting like our pockets ripped apart to go support our teams. That's bullshit to me. And the fact that beers are $15 at a stadium, hot dogs are 20 that's unbelievable. So I can understand it in games like football, where there might be six or seven home games a year that you're able to even go to. And like they have to make their money somehow. So it makes more sense that the more tickets, the- but baseball, they're playing a hundred games almost at home. Like you should be able to go to a baseball game for 20 bucks and get beers for $5, no matter who's playing. And there should be a set limit on it by the MLB because fans want to go. And it doesn't make sense that somebody from their city can't go support that team because they literally can't afford it.
0: Yeah, I agree. It does suck for the fans. But to me, I think it is good for baseball. Like you said, Roy, revenue sharing exists. You know, Dodgers are going to make so much money. Guess what? They're going to have to give someone to the Oakland, Vegas A's, what do you want to call them now? Um, It's good for baseball because at the end of the day, the Oakland Athletics owner is a billionaire. He could go out there and spend the exact same money if he wanted to. He doesn't. That's his own fault. His team shouldn't get rewarded and be good if he's not going to decide to spend the money. It's just that simple. Now, if these p- teams are bidding, like the Oakland Athletics, I'll use them as an example, if they're bidding the same money as these Dodgers teams and they're just not getting chosen, that's a whole different story and a different argument. But there, you don't see Oakland over here chalking up the money. You don't see the Boston Red Sox really these days balking up that kind of money. They don't deserve to be bitching about it. They're not trying to spend that much money. That's their own fault. They shouldn't get these kind of players that are worth the, bet, worth the most. So I think it is good for baseball and good for the Dodgers. You know, If they want to go out and spend the money, they should be able to. It's their money. And so that leads me on to the teams who missed on Shohei and Yamamoto both going to the Dodgers. Who do you pivot to, Roy? You know, I'm not saying just for the Yankees. I mean, this is 10, 15 teams were in on Yamamoto, Cubs included. Roy, who? what do you think the best option is to pivot? You know, Montgomery's still on the market. Snell's on the market. Stroman's on the market. You have Hayter on the back end. You know, what, what do you think the team should pivot to and look at?
1: Well, I mean, if you missed out on a starter, and I'm going to talk about the Yankees or the Blue Jays who need a starter or something like that. Um, they're going to try – they didn't want – what you did, you saved money. is what you did. So you can pay a little bit to – I think Blake Snell is the best pitcher on the market. I mean, his ERA has been low for years. Um, and he needs a ground ball hit. And that's what something the Yankees need. Um, but uh, I, I think they'll pit – You know, some of those teams will pit – go first a starting pitcher like Snell or Montgomery. But then I think some of them are just going to try to – piece it with other ple- other pieces i think josh yeah. Hader. i think uh i i don't know where he's i think he might end up being with the yankees now or with but i still think the dodgers might even try it for him I and mean, there's they it's like they're trying to spend money And i just i think yeah. uh you still got teams that want to spend money and they're going to do it but i think you're going to look at that probably right they're going to see what they have in training camp you're gonna see closer train the spring training you're gonna see these guys get signed
0: yeah
2: yeah, I agree. I think you're going to see some of these teams like Toronto and the Cubs who didn't get some of the guys that they were going for. And they're going to start overspending for some of these yeah. free agents now to make sure that they get somebody and acquire somebody and make sure that their offseason wasn't a bust. So yeah, we're going to see some players who have been holding out rightfully so probably for these two to go off so they can get more money out of it.
0: I agree completely with you. That's what, that's why these players wait till after the big fish sign so that the other teams can get nervous and maybe spend a little bit more. I think Monty and Snell are definitely the two lefties that have, are going to benefit the most. Um, you go into the season, no one in the world thought, that, uh, Jordan Montgomery was going to be a guy that you were trying to sign after Yamamoto being the third best pitcher. Him Snell, you know, you can argue, but I think those three pitchers, Stroman, Monty, and, um, Snell are really going to benefit, and Roy, this is more of a question for you than Bryce, but I could also ask you, Bryce, when it comes to the Yankees, would you rather them go two starters, and I'll just I'll use an example: Snell or Monty, and let's say a Montas, okay, a lower end starter, or would you rather go for maybe a Stroman or a Abantes, and then try to get as many bullpen pieces as
1: possible. Well, they made a trade today, you know, or yesterday, yeah. or whenever it was. Uh, I I would like to go um, Snell. I mean, give him okay. the money. I, I as much as I like Montgomery, um, I I honestly don't think Montgomery wants to come back to the Yankees. I think he's he's mad because they traded him in the first place. I would rather go uh, for the Yankees to get Snell because his ERA and he keeps the ball low, and that's what and it gets a lot of ground balls, and that's what you got to do in Yankee Stadium. I would rather go with them, and then I would actually go with Hader. I mean, Yankees have needed mm-hmm. bullpen. Uh, in the back of the bullpen for, for a long time, I mean, since even, even with uh, um, I, did, I was never a fan of Chapman. I mean, for a couple of years he was good, but he, he got shaky there at the end. I just think we need to somebody close it down and get a, an end of the piece uh bullpen. And then I would go with Snell and then like Montas, where you can get for like a year for maybe like eight okay. or ten so, million. So,
0: so you really value one of those top tier starters? You think that's what yeah, games I, you I, mean? I,
1: I still okay. think they need a top tier starter because I don't trust Rodone.
0: Okay. And I'll pivot over to you, uh, Bryce, and a Cubs fan. You lost Stroman so far. You know He's yeah. a free agent. You can still bring him back. What do you think, after Yamamoto was linked to the Cubs, just wasn't a favorite, what do you think they should pivot to? Because you've said that you want Josh Hader as
2: well. Yeah, I think that the Cubs and the Yankees are in similar spots because we both have our starting pitcher. And we have decent uh, starters behind our number one. But it's the bullpen that we lack. And I think the Cubs and the Yankees are probably both two of the biggest spots for Hader to come because we need that relief after being up one run going into the sixth, seventh inning. That guy that can come in and shut out a team and not allow him to score instead of giving up the wins. And that's what both Yankees and Cubs desperately need.
0: Yeah, I definitely think these teams are going to pivot. To Mon, uh, to me, Monty and Snell, they're interchangeable when it comes to an organization. You know, Some teams are going to, I'm sure, value um, Snell. Low ERA. But the thing with Snell, he's going to give you five innings. He's going to walk a lot of people, but he's also going to strike out a lot of people and get a lot of ground balls. But Snell is not going to go deep into games, and some team won't value that. Monty, kind of the opposite. you are going to give up some home runs. you're going to give up some singles. Not going to strike a whole lot of people out, but he's not going to walk anybody. And he's probably going to give you seven or eight if he's on and so it's kind of just depends on who they like um, that. I, other than that, I don't really have anything when it comes to teams pivoting. Any team can use a top tier starter. Every team can, every team can use a bullpen arm like Josh Hader. So it kind of just comes down to who really is attacking those free agents. And we're going to see, cause there really hasn't been much noise on any of those players as of yet, but I'm sure they're going to start to heat up. So that'll go to our predictions for baseball roy are there any predictions that you would like to change now based off the yamamoto trade
1: no right now
0: you want to leave yours
1: yeah because i don't really think there's going to be much action here for another month until about the middle of january into january so i think it'll be i think right now things will stay changed Stay. stay, stay. price how about
0: you is there any teams that you think you might want to adjust
2: you know i had chapman as arizona I want to trade that to the Cubs. I think okay. that that's a perfect spot for us to fit in. We're a defensive-minded team, honestly, and he's a good defender who also can hit on end streaks, and I think he fits in with the Cubs. So We're going to get desperate and try and sign okay. somebody.
0: I'm going to make two changes in mine. I think Marcus Stroman, I had him going to the Giants with you, Roy. You have that as well. I do believe Marcus Stroman finds his way back to the Chicago Cubs. I think that that will be the pitcher they attack because they know him in-house. I'm also going to go and change my Jordan Montgomery pick. I had him going to the Phillies. I now believe Jordan Montgomery will be a New York Yankee. I don't believe the Yankees like Blake Snell. I, I just He's a strikeout pitcher, and he goes five innings, and I know the Yankees do not like that. Montgomery, I even... Montgomery to go back. I, I personally don't really want uh, Jordan Montgomery back. I just think that's what's going to happen. To me... The Yankees, Rodon's injury-prone. They're going to probably going to re-sign Frankie Montez, but who knows? Injury-prone. Right now, you have Garrett Cole. Outside of that, who who can you d- seriously say, yeah, they're probably going to give me 180 innings? Nobody. Yeah. Esther Cortez, you can't. They, or Jordan Montgomery has not had injury problems his entire career. That was always one of his staples was he's going to go out there and at least give you five, six strong innings. I think it's going to cost them a lot more than they really wanted to, but I think – I think they'll value him giving the innings and staying injury-free. So I do think Jordan Montgomery finds his way back to New York, even though I'm not a crazy fan of it. But those are my two changes, Stroman to the Cubs and Monty to the Yanks. Um, I don't think I have anything else for baseball. Do you guys have – we have had a couple signings. Kevin Kiermaier resigned with the Blue Jays today. Yankees made a trade for a reliever. Um, Outside of that, it's been quiet. It's the holidays. You're just not going to see a whole lot. Yamamoto was the big – Yamo is the big fish. Once the new year hits, I do think these these uh, pitchers and um, people like Cody Bellinger, Chapman, I believe they'll start going in the month of January pretty quick because February starts spring training. So, but I'd say within, give it a week or so if the holidays get through, you'll start hearing the noise pick back up. I think that's going to take us to our miscellaneous section where we got a little fun one. I know it's the day after Christmas. Today is the 26th. But, This will be posted on the 27th. You will see this on the 27th. We're still going to do a Christmas movie draft. Yep. And to pick the order, we were going to go based off our NFL picks this week. Roy and Bryce tied. So I said, okay, let's go look at the overall record. Well, guess what? They're tied. So they're going to do rock, paper, scissors right now on the screen. And we're going to choose who goes first or second.
1: I'll let Bryce go first. All right. He'll, he'll all right. movie anyway, so I think I already know Roy's pick,
0: and, and we will go snake draft. So one, two, three, three, yep. two, one. So
2: okay. all right. I think I already know Roy's pick, so I don't think he's going to be upset, and I don't think this mattered for first overall Christmas movie. Give me Elf. All right. Oh, um, yeah, I'm going
1: Christmas Christmas Vacation. So not what I thought he was going to pick to be. Are fair. you talking
0: about the Lampuzo Christmas Vacation?
1: Christmas okay. Vacation.
0: Okay. I am going to take my favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone.
1: I figured you might be Charles Brown. You kind of look like Charlie Brown. My <laughs> second pick
0: is going to be Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. It's
1: a good. Pick. You can have that one. Maybe not a second I, rounder, but it's a good pick. Yeah, not a second rounder. I am going to go with my second pick. One of my favorites is... Going to be, uh, let's see. I got two. I'm afraid, I'm afraid you guys might not get back to mine. Uh, um, give me Bad Santa. I'll take Bad Santa. Wow.
2: Not where I thought Roy was going with
1: this one. I love That's Santa. that.
2: That's like a fourth overall pick. All right. If he's going Bad Santa, I'm going to take a Christmas story as my second pick. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm not a fan of Christmas Story. I thought that was your favorite Christmas movie. No, not even close. Wow. Christmas Vacation and Christmas Vacation Elf are my favorite, too. Okay.
2: And you're up again? Up again. Let's see. For my third pick, I'm going to take The Santa Claus. Yep.
1: You, can, you can have that one, too. I yeah. think
2: I easily have the best draft right now.
1: I love, my third one will be Scrooge with uh, Bill Murray. I love Scrooge with Bill Murray.
0: Yep. Josh? I'm going to take a classic. I'm going to take the Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Yeah, I figured. Made, feeds
0: me. And then I'm going to take, and even though I'm not going to say this is the, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, this is the one I watched the most as a kid. I'm going to take the Polar Express
2: either love it or you hate it. I'm on the hate side. That movie is not a good movie, in my opinion.
0: I like it. So I'm going to take the Polar Express to finish my draft.
1: I'm going to hate you on that one. So I am going with what is a Christmas movie, Die Hard. I already
2: know your pick, man. <laughs> yep, that was going to be my pick.
1: <laughs> my boy.
2: All right, I'm going to take my favorite Christmas movie, because I think I've already got enough lead with my first three picks. It's not going to matter. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Is that the that one with the like, skeleton guy? Yep.
2: My favorite Christmas movie. I already had enough value with the first three picks, I think. I'm going to be
0: honest. The last two rounds that you guys both had, I have not seen any of those movies.
1: Any what? Of them. Are
0: you joking right now?
1: Scrooge or Die Hard? Scrooge, Die Hard,
0: The Christmas Carol or whatever you just the, said. And what was it, your third I pick? I said The
2: Nightmas- Nightmare
0: Before that Christmas. That one,
2: and what was your third one? My third pick was The Santa Claus. Never seen any of those. With Tim the, Allen? The next- nope. Every where he kills Santa and then becomes Santa. It's like the most watched Christmas film ever. Gosh. Nope. I mean, we know who uh, is right. losing this draft. so We'll
0: see. Why? Home Alone, Charlie Brown, Grinch, and Polar Express.
2: All right. Put down in the comments. Who you think won this? Yep. I don't even think it's close. I think I blew both yeah, of them out of the water. they don't know how to do a draft. I think
0: <laughs> I won. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, let us know in the comments, though. On that all right.
0: That will lead us into our next miscellaneous category. And this one, when I chose, the first, the Christmas – movie thing was one of Roy's choices. We each came up with a New Year's bold prediction for any sport. It can be anything sport-related. Bryce, do you have yours ready to go? Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll let you rip yours first. This might be a little biased, and but, but it's super bold. Before you say it, these are bold. These are not supposed to be things we actually think you know are going to happen for sure. This is going to be bold, but yeah. it's something that you maybe believe in a little bit, and you're just like, screw it, I'm going to throw it out there.
2: I'm picking something for March Madness. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you to sell your house and put your money on the Tennessee volunteers to win March Madness. Oh
0: my gosh. I, that's a March Madness first of all is a bold prediction because it's so hard to win it. Yep. But he is picking a team in the top six at the moment, so that isn't absurd. But I agree, you know, March Madness that's a tough one to win, you know. I don't care who you are, it's a tough tournament to win. Roy, what do you got? What do you got for your bold prediction?
1: bold prediction i am going to go i am gonna say uh it's gonna be a negative one just because I, okay. I think lebron james will get hurt in the playoffs and won't or won't make the playoffs to get hurt and be done with his career i, I almost, almost picked that
2: as my bold prediction i'm not even lying gonna retire. that's crazy I,
0: I just don't think there's any way he'll call it quits before he plays with Bronny. That's the
2: other thing.
1: That's the yeah, only I think he will play one year with Bronny and he'll be done.
0: Yeah. If if Bronny was not like near this draft, I think he's probably close. But He's
1: gonna knock his out from under him and he's gonna be done.
0: Well, I never root for injury, so well, I mean I hope he
2: does not get hurt. Bronny might not even go to the NBA this year. He's not like a star well, on USC I agree, right but
0: now. pretty much everybody knows wherever he goes, LeBron's going. Yeah. This is last year LeBron's playing on the Lakers. I truly believe that. Yeah. So my bold prediction is going to go to the baseball world. And, you know, this is ridiculous. I don't know why. Something has told me about it. One team in free agency has been a surprise to spend some money this offseason. Guess what? It's going to pay off. Last season, this team went 56-106. and 106. I'm predicting them to turn it around and win their division and make the playoffs. Congratulations! The Kansas City Royals spent over hundred million dollars. are going to win that shitty AFC or AFC AL Central. Twins got worse. White Sox are terrible. Give me the Royals to win the division. I don't know. I don't know how much they're going to win, but they're going to win that division.
1: It won't take much for them to win that division. I mean, the division sucks.
0: I mean, they did. They went fifty-six and one hundred six. I mean, that's pretty horrendous. So,
1: God.
0: I think they're going to go up and win that division.
1: Whatever.
0: I think we just got Josh's advice, Bryce's facts, and Roy's old man wisdom.
1: Sounds good.
0: My, my advice is also going to be in the baseball world. My advice is for the Los Angeles Dodgers, you better hope to God you win the World Series this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you you better hope you do. And heaven forbid you don't win one in the next five to ten. Oh, Jesus. I mean, the, the fans gonna, are going to tear the stadium down. down. Um, you spend $1.15 billion dollars. And you don't win a World Series. I'll tell you what—you're going to be in some trouble. Yeah. So that's that's my advice. You better you better hope they start getting hot at the right time. So,
2: all right, Bryce facts for the week. The first fact I have is more people from nudist colonies play volleyball than any other sport. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, the next fact I have is the first baseball caps were made from straw. And they were first worn by the New York Knickerbockers in 1849. A few years after this, the first merino wool baseball caps were put into circulation. This cap came with an attached visor, which would later be called a bill. Nice.
0: New York starts baseball. What's new?
2: Yep. And then the last thing I have is also baseball. A baseball has exactly 108 stitches.
0: I knew that. Didn't I, I didn't know the exact number, but I knew it was like, I've heard it before. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. I knew that one. Yep.
0: I don't know if I could have told you how many right off the right, off the bat, but yeah. I've heard that before. Yes.
1: All right. To it's me. All right. So I got one from Jimmy Kimball. All right. Any kids listening mm-hmm. might want to turn it off right now because it has to do with Christmas. I want you to know, <laughs> of course, Santa is dead. Um, you force a guy to eat a billion cookies in one night. What do you think the hell is going to happen? So Oh my! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my
0: god. oh my! God. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it from the triple alphas. We're not going to see it till the new year. We'll our next episode will be on January second. Drop on January third, so we won't see it till after New Year. So.
1: And we'll be Having celebrating nice Wolverines winning! Woo-hoo.
0: No, we will not. We're Woo-hoo. about
1: to be on a podcast on that day. Yeah,
0: he might have to take a day oh, off. Yeah. I will be
1: here and bright and happy.
0: Uh huh. All right, we'll see when we come back. College football championship will be announced, and we'll know. So, if you got any questions, put them in the chat in the comment section. Let us know. But I think
2: yeah, that's like, all you got. Like, comment, for. subscribe, uh, and see you next week. Thank you. you wait, Peace.
1: You